And what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 201, uh, week three recap, week four preview. Um, exciting week in the league. A lot of teams got their first, a couple teams got their first wins. Some teams got 2 and O's, double headers. Uh, big game between the number one and number two seed going into this week. Um, a lot to talk about. I'm doing this one by myself. This is Friday at 5.30. And um, coming off of a week three where there were just another five games, six games played, um, not a lot of surprises. There were a couple really close games, a couple really good games, um, games that came down to the final play, final possession. Um, and I just want to – we'll just get into all of them right now. So um, – First game we'll talk about was the Dolphins against the Bears. The Dolphins win this game 24-0, improved to 3-0 on the season. Matt DiGennaro had another really good an, another good game. And the defense, which has really probably not been talked about enough on this podcast, their defense has been really very, very good this season, um, not allowing any team to score 20 points yet against them. Um, and they showed... Dominance in this one with a 24 nothing victory blank the Bears um, Note for the Bears their quarterback Brandon Smith was unable to play in either of the games that were scheduled for them as he was called in He's a fireman. He was called in uh, to a fire early in the morning and was not able to make it to the games in time um, The Bears tried Joe Venti a quarterback. They were without Isaiah Copes um, They tried uh, Amir at quarterback as well. Neither really worked very well as shown with a zero on the scoreboard. Defensively, I didn't think they played bad. They made they definitely uh, forced the, the Dolphins to work, but gave them a score on defense, and the Dolphins' defense is really good. Made life difficult for anyone that tried stepping back there behind center to make plays against their that defense. So um, really not a lot to say. Dolphins really just handled, this, handled business in this one very easily. Um... Pooh, uh, Pooh scored again. Um, Danino kind of doing whatever he needed for that team, playing a lot of linebacker, pulling a lot of flags. Um, D line, Kenny KT has really, um, really surged off of that crazy playoff run with Kentucky last year, last season, where he kind of went ballistic and has turned that into a really effective first half of the, the fall season. Um, he if he's not near the top of the league in sacks, if there was a pressures category, he would probably be up there. Um, he's always in the quarterback's face. He's a very relentless rusher, high motor player, uh, playing very well on both sides. Multiple touchdowns this season as well. Uh, I think that was a really good pick for Matt. I'm happy that I was able to sway him that way. Um, KT, great energy guy. This team also plays with a lot of energy. They're loud defensively. Tymir at safety, Pua corner. Um, this is a good team. It's a good team, top to bottom. I don't think they have any crazy weak links. John Guzman was a late-round pick for them that continues to make plays on both sides of the ball. Um, and I kind of like where they're going. They improved to 3-0, and and we'll talk about their second game in a little bit. Um, but they're they're rolling right now. They're looking really good. Uh, as for the Bears, I'm not going to really grade you much on this game without your quarterback everything kind of gets deflated from the very beginning of the game and that kind of carries over to your entire day um i wish they would have started with market quarterback the entire time because at least he was somewhat effective against us in, in the second game but overall defense played okay for the bears got some stops but 
um, just wasn't able to really put anything together offensively to put a game pressure on the Dolphins in this one. The other 9 o'clock game was the Raiders versus the Saints. Two winless teams. Raiders were 0-2 going into the game. Saints were 0-3 going into the game. The Raiders and Jake Esposito and company win this game 28-27. An absolute dogfight of a game. Um, the Raiders, who have showed up basically in full each, each week this season, you can see them building with each game, getting better. The new guys, in the league, the new guys on their team figuring out how to play effective minutes in the league and effective plays. Um, Jake getting more comfortable at quarterback, also using his legs more to allow for defensive breakdowns in the secondary. As the play gets longer, everyone in this league knows as the play gets longer, the harder it becomes to guard and the easier it becomes on the quarterback to find an open receiver. Um, Jake did a lot of that in this game, ran a lot, made a lot of plays on both sides of the ball. He is definitely in a spot where he needs to do a lot for this team to succeed on both sides um, until the rest of the team kind of comes along. That offensive line has done a pretty good job giving him time at times. Other times he was really under pressure. Um, I think there are times where he needs to use a, uh, a tight end to help the offensive line at times. I think that against the elite offensive, uh, the elite defensive lines, uh, it could be a problem for them. Even though I really like this team's offensive line, it has disappointed at some points this season. Um, they've been a little bit more. They've been a part of the passing game. Morick has a couple big catches. Red had a couple big ones. Um, overall, though, I want to see that group play a little bit better. Give Jake a little more time to throw um, and allow for guys like Alex and Serge and uh, and Avery and Josh to find their way to open down the middle of the field and kind of. Really show what I think this team is capable of. They do win this game 28-27. to um, It was an absolute dogfight. The Saints, uh, Zach, had some moments in this game where he was really good. Um, Bowen played pretty well. It's just, it's it's tough for this team. They haven't had their full team one time all season. Um, haven't been able to get the full offensive line there, which I thought would be a strength of this team with Mark Vretman and... Um, Mark Vretman and Joe Dell, but they haven't had all three guys there in the same week. So it's kind of hard to see what they would be like if Zach had a little more time to throw. I do think, um, I'm not going to say Zach is a crazy, amazing quarterback, but I do think if all three of them were there, he'd be playing a little bit better. Um, Q has been uh, uh, heavily targeted this season, probably amongst the league leaders and targets. He is able to make a lot of, uh, make a lot of guys miss. Good guy down the field as well. Um, I just think that between him and Bowen, they got to kind of help this offense get going a little bit more. I think more uh, short passes, not letting, not needing Zach to do so much. Zach doesn't need to play hero, but I do think Zach needs to run the ball more. Um, he did run the ball in this game, but just was not enough. Um, I don't, I'm not down, I'm not dead on the Saints team yet. They still have five games to go. I do think that the playoffs. You'll probably have to win at least three games to make the playoffs. That's probably the, the lowest you can have. So, hey, just go three and two in your last five. You do fall to 0 and 4, but um, you could go three and two in your last five and be looking at a potential eight seed in the playoffs. Uh, there are still three winless teams in the league after this week. So, one of those spots is going, one of the last playoff spots is going to that team, one of those three teams. So, um, definitely season not even close to over at all. Still have five games to go with four weeks to play. Um, but have to figure it out a little bit. And I think I told a bunch of players on the Saints this, they need to pride themselves on defense. They need to make sure they're a better defensive team because the way you win when your offense isn't always clicking is 
either A, scoring defensively or B, just being great defensively where you don't have to rely on your offense to score 30 points or in this case we needed 29 to win this one so one point loss much better game from the saints overall just want to see them there in full and really get a good look at what this team could be if all 10 guys show up on one day all right we'll talk about the raiders dolphins in the 10 o'clock slate uh dolphins win this game 19 to 15 um dolphins led for the most part throughout it was 19 13 for a majority of the second half Offense defenses were really the story of this one. Defensive lines definitely got after the offensive lines in game two for both of these teams. Um, Dolphins had a little bit of a little bit of a break in between the two games, while the Raiders really didn't. Not saying that affected the game too much, but early on, I definitely think that that could have affected the game. Dolphins had a nice ten minute break, got to watch the Raiders at the end of the game, get an idea of what they like to do offensively and defensively. And they came out, Dolphins came out hot, scored a couple touchdowns, took a uh, one touchdown lead into the half, scored one late. Then things got a little crazy towards the end. Um, on four, on third down, Matt gets safetyed to make the score 19-15. Raiders come down the field, last play of the game. Uh, Alex throws the ball up to Jake in the end zone. Jake does catch it. I was, I was refing. I called him out of bounds. Everyone on their team obviously going to hate me. If I called it the other way, everyone on the Dolphins would hate me. Um, I called what I saw. If you realize the film goes away because I immediately just took my head and moved it to where his feet were. I did not watch Jake catch the ball because I was positive that Jake was going to catch the ball. I only looked at his feet and I promise you, in my best estimation, his foot was out of bounds. It is what it is. Maybe I made the wrong call. Maybe I made the right call. Um, But regardless... It was a very high intensity game. A lot of uh, a lot of banter in the on the Dolphins in the second half. Felt a lot some frustration with the offense not really being able to move the ball too much. Um, they did have all three linemen there with now Tuna being their permanent sub for the season for the guy they lost in the fifth round. Um, but yeah, I mean, good win for the Dolphins. They improved to four and zero. Um, I'm not going to really say I was really thoroughly impressed with either team. The defense has kind of stole the show in this one. 19-15 is definitely a lower score, but I love the high-intensity games. The games come down to the final possession. Um, I do think it was smart by Matt, in theory, to take a safety at the end, towards the end of the game just because your defense is so good. You don't want to give up a stupid touchdown. Don't let them, don't, don't throw a intercept, bad interception. Don't fumble the ball in the back of the end zone, and it gets picked up for a touchdown. So um, played the full 40 minutes in this one. And pulled out another dub, and the Dolphins are 4-0. Matt is riding high in his uh, first season in the league. And as a commissioner, I love to see it. Raiders get their first one of the season, improved to 1-3 now. Um, still a lot of time, still five games left. I really like this team going forward. I think Jake is going to get continue to get better. I think these other guys on the team are going to continue to grow as players as the season goes on. And I think this is going to be a team that right now sits as a 7 seed, but I think could move up a little bit as the season goes on and as we get closer to playoff time. All right, the next game of the day was the Colts versus the Bears playing the second game of the doubleheader. Colts win this game 42-16. to um, Very low-intensity game, as I just said, how much I like the high-intensity games. Um, there was some. It, it was definitely a combination of Bears being deflated from not having a quarterback, losing their first game 24 nothing. us being the fresher team, getting off to a hot start. I think we were up... Uh, 15 or 16 nothing. then they scored one to make it 16 to set, 15 to 7, 
Um, we scored again. They hit on a hitch and go. Mark Okota played quarterback for the Bears in this game. Honestly, wasn't terrible until I'd say probably like he played a pretty good like 25 to 30 minutes. His last 10 minutes just inaccurate with the football offensive line, a little beat up after two straight games. Um, and not good for a rookie quarterback. I felt like a rookie quarterback like him probably would have ran more, but he did not really run that much. Um, was impressed with him in the first half, connected on two touchdown drives, but um, just wasn't able to really put enough together to st- stick with our offense. Best offensive day that I've had in this league in a while, 42 points. Mikey had three touchdowns. Step caught a touchdown. Um, I believe Dion scored a touchdown. I might have had one rushing. If I forget, I apologize to my squad. Uh, I love our defense. I like when uh, we have our best our best guys there. Today was the first week. Sunday was the first time that I felt like we had our best eight guys or nine guys there because Dev hasn't been there yet, so I don't really know where he falls into the fold. But um, I think we had our best defense out there for sure, and it looked really good. I know with a grain of salt because it is against a team that has struggled offensively and also is playing without a quarterback, well, a real quarterback, and um, we shouldn't take that lightly, but we looked really good. We've played really well through three games, haven't had any scares, have been up multiple scores in every game we've played. Um, we have some tests coming up in the schedule. Very excited for it to see how my team responds to tougher challenge. But in this one, 42-16 final, Tykeer West scored a touchdown this one. I think if Brandon Smith returns, he's going to find that Tykeer is going to end up being one of his main targets. Uh, kick can definitely play. Um and I think he's a really good athlete and could be a, a good player in the league for seasons to come if he continues to come back. All right, 11 o'clock games were the Bear, uh, sorry, the Broncos versus the Steelers. Broncos win this game 32-7. to um, Close game at halftime. I believe it was 12-7 at half. But then in the second half, it was all Broncos. Justin Suarez, big interception. Liam Knowles had a pick six at the, towards the end of this one. Um Tommy's offense was rolling. Steelers made some stops. Defense looked okay at times, especially in the first half. Looked really good. Got a couple stops, some big sacks. Um, Tommy's one of the harder guys in the league to sack. Uh, but he, they just weren't. They just aren't able to put enough points on the board. Seven, seven again. Haven't reached twenty yet on the season. Um, I thought going into this game, this league, the season, the offensive line was going to be able to hold up. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they haven't been able to. Um, Manny has makes some really good throws that wow you on the screen, and then other times is throwing with a lot of anticipation with guys that maybe he hasn't played a lot of reps with, and balls end up going not to where the receiver was running. Um, overall, I don't think this team is dead. They're only 0-3. They're going to play some doubleheaders in the upcoming weeks, um, but their season's going to be on the line the next four weeks. They have to start winning some games. They haven't even put up over 20 points yet. They allow almost 28 points a game. And they got to figure out a way to get it going. I don't know what the solution is for them, but they need to figure it out because Manny is a good quarterback. Flott has been a dominant receiver this year with uh, Manny at quarterback. And the line of Leota, Roman, and DeMeo got to figure it out. Not sure what the best line combo is. Maybe it's DeMeo at center. Maybe it's Roman at center. They had Leota playing center at times. Um, but we need to start figuring it out. I like the young boy. Um, Gabe Perez, he makes a lot of plays. He's a skizat type of receiver, but it just hasn't been enough. And I'm, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little confused why. Because I, you watch the quarterback play, you watch Manny play, and I kind of like what I see. So um, I think he needs to move his feet. I think he needs to run. I think he needs to move the pocket a little bit. 
need to switch up the snap count a little bit and kind of do the little things that make football teams good. So uh, definitely just looking for that. Broncos, Galante gets right back on track after a game two loss last week. Uh, two and two through four games this year. Tommy, regular season really doesn't matter to him. Mikey Giordano has been going crazy at receiver. I think he leads the league in touchdowns through three weeks. Uh, looking like a first team potential, first team candidate. Might lead the league in every stat. Liam missed last week, missed two games, gave Mikey a chance to shine. Liam also got going in this one as well. Still would like to see more targets for him, but nonetheless, maybe Mikey and Tommy just had a special connection. Um, the defense played a lot better. Dane Lupton had a few sacks. Uh, Matt DePhillips was causing a lot of pressure. Um, and I like Justin Suarez in the middle there. A good flag pulling defense with Liam and Tommy. Three really good guys in the secondary that really know how to pull flags. So, uh, one of Tommy's better drafted teams could struggle a little bit in the trenches at times, but don't think that hurts them because Tommy is so good at making guys miss. Broncos win 32-7, improve to 2-2. Two two. Uh, probably could finish as high as 7-2, as low as like 5-4. They're probably good for another three wins this year at least. All right, last game of the day and probably was the marquee matchup of the day was the number two-seeded Lions versus the number one-seeded Panthers. Panthers win this game 27 to 20. Lions jump out to a quick uh, 14-0 lead. Panthers come storming back. I personally think biggest play of the game was Lions up 14-7, 26 seconds left or 36 seconds left or something along those lines. And if you're the Panthers, you're looking to score before half and score right after half. If you're the Lions, you're looking to get the stop before the half and then also get the stop after half. Um, the Panthers hit on a first play, pump and go on a screen. Cyrus running wide open down the sideline. Hogreave hits him in stride for a 45-yard touchdown. It wasn't a turning point in the sense that the Lions like never looked the same after because they did hold the lead in, this, in the second half as well as have some opportunities that I'll talk about a little in a second. But it just felt like if you, the Lions defense was playing well, if they were able to get that stop there before the half, they would have put themselves in prime position to really take over this game. But instead, they score. They go to half. Um, Lions come out, actually do get the stop. And then they score, go up by six. Panthers tie it, don't get the conversion. Tie game. I be after I think each team got a stop, IB uh, on third and 10, third and 12, hits Remy right in the numbers for a first down, but Remy just wasn't able to come up with it. Uh, it was a huge play in the game. The Panthers took over. Um, they come down the field, score a touchdown, get the conversion. Um, not a lot of time left on the clock. Lions' last, last ditch efforts did not work, and uh, the Panthers won the game 27 to 20. It was a great game. Had a lot of big plays, a lot of big moments. CJ made some plays. Delon was all over the field. Delon versus Ferrari was a matchup. Um, Delon's just a beast, man. He just makes plays all over the field. An amazing blocker, amazing D lineman. Was throwing offensive linemen around. Was in the backfield a lot of the day. Um, I thought Hogreave did a really good job moving the football uh, when he really needed to. Um, and their defense came to play. Didn't have Jelani. Hogreave had to play some defense. And... Uh, at the end of the day, the Panthers were just the better team. If they played this game 10 times, probably five wins, five wins a pop. A pop. That could have been a championship preview. 
for sure. But the Lions do fall at 2-1, and, and the Panthers improve to 4-0. and oh. All right, that was a 20-minute 20 20 minute recap on week three. We'll do a quick week four. Uh, no, actually, we'll do a... Um, we will do a standings, or I'll do a power rankings. Well, I'll give you the standings, and then I'll do the power rankings. So the standings for this season right now are as follows. Panthers 4-0. No, I'm sorry, Dolphins 4-0, ahead of the Panthers due to point differential. Colts 3-0. Lions 2-1. Chiefs 2-1. Broncos 2-2. Raiders 1-3. Steelers 0-3. Saints 0-4. Bears 0-4. That's the standings. My personal power rankings are myself 1. Uh, Panthers 2, Dolphins, uh, Lions 3, Dolphins 4. Mm, Broncos 5, Chiefs 6, even though I, even though the Chiefs beat the Broncos, it was by one point in overtime. Uh, Raiders 7, I actually like the Saints 8, Steelers 9, Bears 10. Honestly, I might like the Bears more than the Steelers. Steelers haven't shown the ability to score points. The Saints and the Bears have at least shown ability to score points, um, Bears didn't have the quarterback last week either. I think I'm at the Steelers, the lowest rated team right now in my power rankings. Just need to see more offensively. Defense has not been really much better. But I will say their defense is better than the Saints and the Bears, although played one less game. Oh, all three defenses are actually allowing 30-plus points a game. So really, none of their defenses are any better than the other. All right, let's go to a week four preview week four preview Sayreville High School nine o'clock only four games this week two teams ask for a bye as a lot of players will be going to the Giants Jets game I also am going to the Giants Jets game but um will be there in attendance um let's see let's see let's see sorry first game of the day Saints versus Chiefs uh Zach Shray and the Chief uh, and the Saints kind of back against the wall gotta start piling up some wins uh, Surhoff and company coming off of a one-on-one doubleheader from two weeks ago. Did not play last week. Um, I think we'll have a full team or almost a full team there. Uh, big game for both teams. I think if you're the Chiefs, you definitely want to get to three and one. If you are the Saints, you need to get this first one on the board. I do think there is potential for the Saints to win this game, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they have a better team. Um, I'm going to say a better team because they have a better quarterback. If Zach can figure it out, move the ball efficiently and not take bad sacks, Douglas is going to be, uh, Douglas can have a four sack performance last time out. They'll be able to play well and they'll keep this game close. I expect this game to be close. I don't think the Saints are getting blown out in this one. Um, I got Chiefs 28-24, four point win. Not sure if it'll be go ahead touchdown by Surhoff or late touchdown by the Saints. And then, but I think this game will be close. Other 9 o'clock games, Steelers versus the Dolphins. Um, Steelers versus Dolphins. This is a team of 4-0 versus a team against 0-3. Steelers need to get something going. The Dolphins one of the best, boast one of the best defenses in the league. Probably not a good matchup for the Steelers if you're trying to get your offense going. You definitely want to play a team that allows a little bit more points like maybe the Saints or the Bears. Um, but they're going against the number one seed currently in the league, the Dolphins, led by... Rookie quarterback Matt DiGennaro, Pua Mir, Mike Danino, um, Kenny Tindall, and others. I'm taking the Dolphins. They have given me no reason to pick against them, and the Steelers have not given me any reason to pick them. If the Steelers are going to win, offensive line needs to be better. 
Jimmy needs to be great at receiver. Manny needs to make sure that he's moving his feet and running the ball a little bit. Have to give the running threat as a quarterback. If you don't give the running threat as a quarterback, it becomes much harder to play the quarterback position. 10 o'clock game. Only one 10 o'clock game for you. It's the Raiders versus the Broncos. Espo coming off his first win of the season and the Raiders coming off the first win of the year. Going against the Broncos, who um, have been up and down through two weeks, but win last week in... in uh, Impressive fashion. I think as long as they have a full team, they are the favorite in this game with Galante playing quarterback. I'm going to take the Broncos. Um, 32 25. Tommy's teams don't play a lot of defense uh, historically. Jake could win this game, but he's going to have to do a lot to do it. Uh, need Surge, Alex Hines to be great. Need that offensive line of Tempa, Rhett, and more to really hold up, give him time, as well as. This is a game where Rhett needs to show up. Rhett, came, Rhett, Rhett last time he played had 18 sacks, 20 sacks in a season. Um, he needs to show that that side of him this week. And I think if he does that, forces Tommy into some bad throws, able to push this defense, this offense going backwards, you could see a Raiders upset. But I'm rolling with the Broncos. Last game of the day, uh, Panthers versus Colts. Two undefeated teams going at it. 4-0 Panthers, 3-0 Colts. Very excited for this one. Hope teams are in full. Um, keys to the game for us are not to let Verardi ruin the game. At Verardi and Ray, I'll say, don't let them ruin the game. Don't let them push us back. Uh, need to be disciplined defensively. Hogreef is very good at extending plays. We need to make sure we maintain our zones and uh, really focus on making sure Cyrus doesn't beat us down the field like he has almost every team they've played so far. Um, lot to focus on. And obviously, we're taking the Colts in this one. Going to be a spirited matchup. Me and Hogreef always play very good games. And I cannot wait to see how this one unfolds. Quick six-minute recap plus power rankings. Um, I got to get out of here. Got some stuff to do. It's Friday night. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Appreciate everyone for supporting the league and continuing to show up on Sundays to play three seasons a year. 201 episodes down. Hopefully another 201 to go. Uh, thank you, everybody. See you at the field Sunday. Peace.